and you're listening to the one podcast that promotes equality. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up, repugnant shit. By offending everyone equally. This is The Toe on the Trigger Podcast. With your hosts, Daniel Rebels. Treat objects like women, man. Mike Morado. <laughs> and Heather Nugget LePage. You actually put your dick in this woman? Well, sometimes you. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be desensitized. We're on a mission from God. Your toes on the trigger, and we're here to keep you from pulling. That's a little bit different. What yeah. was that? That was a uh, that was me bored on a Sunday. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. That's our new open there for for those that listeners. That I, have I almost came in early. <laughs> I heard the we're on a mission from God. I was like, "There's my cue." <laughs> Definitely was not my cue. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I am Daniel Ripples, sitting in as always with Mike Morado and Heather Nugget LePage, and uh, this is a surprise episode for everybody. This is this is a little bit different. We don't. Uh, we usually don't go on alternating Saturdays. This is kind of hectic. I don't know what to do. Uh, Mike has his kids today, so we're trying to sort of keep them in, in line. God damn it. <laughs> oh, then that's our cue. All right. I had a question for you guys. What's that? I want to talk about. Okay. So my mom called me earlier. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. And so she wants, you know, she's like, call me back, sweetie pie. And, uh. And then she calls, and I said, okay, I'll, or actually, she wanted me to call her later because she was grocery shopping. I said, okay. She's like, call me in an hour. I said, I can't. I'm going to be busy. Okay. She calls me in like 20 minutes. I was like, I, she's like, are you done doing what you're doing? I was like, no, I'm not. She's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to be recording with some friends. So this poses a question to me of, uh, <laughs> if my mom asked me what I was recording, I'm going to have to say a podcast, right? Yeah. And then she's gonna want to she's gonna want to know what a podcast is, and and I'm gonna have to kind of tell her what a podcast is. And so my my kind of my hang up is should I tell my mom like a, the details and like how to subscribe and like I mean I know my mom doesn't know how to use a computer so it's probably not. Yeah, I was gonna ask, will she like even if you told her? Well, like she asked how, and I'd be like, well, you know, you gotta have a computer, and then she'd be like, well, your brother has a computer, and then she's gonna want him to do it, and then she might actually listen. Like the chances oh. of her listening might actually. And it's funny because I was looking at some of our stats for the clips that we have. Yeah. And uh, since we just upgraded SoundCloud, it'll tell me exactly where, like not exactly, but it'll tell me like what cities. And yeah. one of them was Henderson, Nevada, and she's in Vegas. And I don't know how general they make it, but I was like, I hope that's not like my brother or my mom. Like, not that I care if they listen. I just don't want, I just don't want them to like tell me I need to like change because they think I suck. (laughs) Well, did you give them details? Like, how would it be them? Uh, No, I just, I mean, it's probably not. I was just, you know, I was. It could be anybody. It's just, it was funny that I saw Henderson, Nevada, and I was like, oh, that could be, that could be them because they. My brother has me as a friend on Facebook, so I don't know. If like <laughs> it's probably them, it might it might be them. I don't know, but they haven't mentioned it. Like if, if it would have been one of those things for a good reason. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say they probably well, didn't that's mention the it thing is like I can already see how that conversation is gonna go. Like my brother's gonna mention something and be like, "Why'd you call it two and three? That's stupid. Fucking change it." Blah blah blah. It's just, <laughs> like and then mom? I'm gonna yeah, and then I'm gonna have to like 
get all defensive like I do with my family all the time and go into full shutdown asshole fucking like I I get I get you know how you've seen the Hulk movies right yeah you know how he gets outwardly yeah I shut down and get like that angry inwardly and just become <laughs> so just like my passive aggressiveness could probably knock a building down <laughs> but uh, so that's kind of what I'm I'm facing is is should I even tell them it exists? I almost did a couple weeks ago because mom's like she always asks me what's she asks me the same set of like five questions every time we talk on the phone and it's one of them's always what's new and I can't really always tell her what's new because it always involves me fucking some bitch or some bitch <laughs> like getting fucked by me you know and so it's like it never it's not really good mom conversation you know so I'm always just like nothing work in school like that's what's going on. And so I almost said, I actually, I hinted, I said, just a project that some friends and I are working on. That's about it. And I was hoping, I was kind of hoping she'd ask what it was. I don't know why. So I could like defend myself in case she didn't like the name. My big thing is the name and the content. Like, I'm afraid they're going to like, they're going to totally rag on me for it. Is that a, is that like an irrational fear? No. I don't think it's irrational. I mean, <laughs> I kind of showed my dad. But which he is, doesn't. No he doesn't, offense, but did he? Yeah, did, did he understand, understand it? any of it? No, which is like <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I showed him. But there was like a little bit of fear there, like yeah, you know, like he's um he's like old school, like uh he's just he's Mexican. Yeah, he's like yeah. old he's school, old like school. family man. Like you yeah. don't talk about this kind of shit. Yeah, in a public forum, let alone broadcasted to like the <laughs> entire internet. You look <laughs> yeah. like a boy. Remember when I shaved my head? Yeah. And he was like, he just straight up said, you look like a boy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's like how culturally, I, you know, he is. I love your dad's smile. Totally unrelated. He's got the goofiest smile. I love it. He's, <laughs> he's like this cute little Mexican man your dad is. He's dude. been here for, uh, let's see, like 35 years now. Really? In the States. And there's still like such a like cultural divide between him and like the rest of America. <laughs> he just, like he's kind of starting to catch on. Now. Like, go. Yeah. Like, uh, I was in, like, uh, in, like, a three-way relationship with two females a while back. And, like, I was going through some shit. Like, all this other stuff. I just found out that I might have, like, a third kid. And uh, I found out... I just nice. found out that I might have cancer. <laughs> Jesus. And I was dealing with these two women. And, like, I, like, I had to talk to my dad, you know? So, we, like, went out and had breakfast one day. And, like, he kind of, like... He kind of just shook his head mildly. And he was, like, okay. Like... <laughs> And like, it's all my son's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> no, he no. like, you could tell there was like, yeah, that's not like how we do things like in our family. But at the same time, like, he was, it looked like he was kind of like starting to like understand that this is what America's like. <laughs> <laughs> this is the country he fought so hard to get into. <laughs> yeah. Starting to regret it a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of showed him like just like the opening. Mm -hmm. And then like I kind of fast forward to like us talking because like, in the open, it says, you actually put your dick in this woman? And I was like, oh, yeah. I'll skip past that part. Uh, no, that's like the one part he would understand. <laughs> I actually told my boss about the, the podcast this, this last couple of days. And like, because he asked, uh, I got put on this project that may involve me doing some more media stuff as a host. And he was like, I was telling him about, you know, podcast directories and stuff. And he was, he asked me. You know, kind of how I knew. I was like, oh, well, my friends and I have been doing a podcast. And he's like, well, what's it called? And I was like, it's called Toe on the Trigger. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, well, what's it about? And I, I, well, he's like, that, that's a bad name. Like, people blowing. And then I, like, kind of told him, like, Toe on the Trigger is like a metaphor for, you know. And then he, like, got really weird. Like, he got kind of deep. And he's like, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that, you know, have been pushed around and are struggling. And, like, 
and and you know and, and they hold it inside and they probably need something to let it out and that's probably what they need i was like yeah man yeah that, that's, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's what we're all about yeah <laughs> that's what we're all about man like we're just here to help you blow that shit out the back of your head dude i don't know i told i told my mom about just the name of the podcast and yeah your she mom was, was not too happy about she was that. like a nazi about it she was and hey. now and now she wants to like get her nose all up in our ass and no, help with everything. No, I, I was talking to her about a couple things and I was like, Hey, you're, you know, experienced in this field. Can you help out a little bit? And she was like, Yeah. And and the part I left out was she wanted some airtime. Like she wanted to record and and, and uh <laughs> you didn't hear me out. Hear tell me us out. That. In the she studio wanted, or yeah, on the show? She wanted to record uh, in the studio and she wanted to interview winery people or something like that and start like a blog or whatever. And I was like, Yeah. Oh, but, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So. Okay, well, that, I mean, I mean, I may be able to make that work. I can make some money off. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I told her, I was like, yeah, like, I'll talk to Daniel about it. But I never talked to you I about was, it. A, thanks. So. Just like, you're like, I know he works till four. Come in the studio. <laughs> um, no, I, I was, uh, I'm afraid to like, because you were talking about the website. I was afraid to like give her the password. And I just fucking go on the website one day. It's all pink with flowers and shit. Oh, whatever. Mike's I, got I Mike's holding her. the shotgun. And there's like a, a fucking posy coming out the top of it. <laughs> that would be kind of funny though. You know, that, that would be kind of funny. Don't defend her. Is your mom the only person that you've kind of been like, oh, I don't really know. If yeah, well, my mom and my brother. Because like, I'm just like, sometimes I do certain things with my, because I've been on my own since I was 16. And like, I've made a lot of mistakes and I've fallen a lot along the way. And they're for generally... They're very proud of me, you know, but every once in a while, like I'll do something and my brother will or my mom will like, they'll try to convince me that that's not how I feel or believe. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're probably right. <laughs> well, well, a His lot of feelings it, are invalid. Is yeah, that what no, well, a, lot, a lot of the times it stems from like religion. Like, you oh, know, yeah. I was raised a certain way. And so when I tell my mom, I'm not that way anymore. It, she tells me straight to my, she says, no, no, like you are that like, don't worry, you are like, oh, well, thanks. Like, I'm so reassured that, like, <laughs> honk I'm, if you love Jesus. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so where was I? Oh, so I'm, I'm afraid that, like, because, like I said, my, my brother's friends with me on Facebook, and I'm afraid he's gonna, like, see it and be like, what's that toe on the trigger thing? And I'm gonna, like, Click. be like, oh, it's a podcast <laughs> that I, I'm set up, I've put, I've invested time, money, and effort into that I'm doing. And he's like, that's a stupid name. That's fucking fucked up. And, Blah blah blah, and then my mom would be like, "You should really ch- like you. You want to change that name? Like, like you don't really want that name." And no, I do. Like, <laughs> like we, Mrs. Doubtfire. we we fought for this name. <laughs> God damn it! Like, <laughs> yo, tell me. Did we fight for it though? We had some pretty interesting names before we actually landed on Till on the Trigger. Uh, I still have the piece of paper in my car. I still have the file on our Google Drive account of the ones that we had. Yeah, but I I don't know. I think that as soon as we heard Till on the Trigger, we were pretty. I feel for me, like, I was pretty set on it. I don't yeah, know about I think we you all guys. knew. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if you guys read my blog. You should read my blog post. It's on toeonthetrigger.com <laughs> and uh, slash, I think, Daniel or something, or blog slash Daniel. Just check it out. I posted like a week and a half ago. My co-host don't even read it. And uh, I, I kind of <laughs> gave like a rundown of like what I feel the name means and like why I feel we picked it. I read it. that. What'd you think of it? It was cool. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I read it once, so it didn't really. I stick. had to edit it because I like I almost got like I almost grandstanded and like spoke for all the three of us, and I was like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna try to use I statements here and talk about how it feels for me. Good for you, Daniel. Yeah. Good for you. So, Mike, I heard you were having some fun with your little recorder today. Was it on your phone? Yeah, it was just on my phone. I was just uh, I don't know. I had something like on my mind. Like I did something, and I just thought like. 
this can't, this can't wait until the next podcast. Like, I don't want to write it down. And this is when you didn't know that. we were doing it tonight either. So no, I, I had no idea. I was just like. I need I need to start recording, and I thought you know maybe I'll start doing like audio journals of like what goes through my head like on certain days, and this was one of those things that I was just like, I had this epiphany, and I was like, wow man, I really need to get that out like right now before it goes away. So how do you want me to intro? Do you want me to just fucking just go play it, or do you have some kind of intro you want to like give some context to it or anything like that, or just uh, jump no, right then in? Then just play it, and we'll uh, if you guys want to talk about it afterwards or during or whatever, we'll just kind of right. wing it. All right, I'll jump right in. Then here we go. This is Mike Mike's journal right here. I'm telling the trigger. So I'm taking out the trash earlier today after just having gotten off work and customer service. I'm wearing steel toe boots, blue denim, and a gut. And as I'm coming around the corner, I see, uh, I live in an apartment. I see a childhood friend that I, I grew up with. He lives just right across from me. And uh, this thing's swinging around back and forth in front of me. And I come around the corner and he's like, man, put that thing away. Uh, apparently my gut isn't something pleasant to look at. Uh, and, you know, and I'm, I'm, as I'm walking to the dumpster, I'm thinking to myself, you know, <laughs> But this is what we have. Like, I have nobody to impress today. Like, I'm okay with my gut hanging out. You know, we don't look like we did at 18. Uh, you know, and I'm sitting there, I'm thinking to myself, like, the average 32-year-old male looks forward to three things today You sound so winded. <laughs> having a genuine cold beer every once in a while. Like gut. <laughs> having something warm to stick your dick in on a semi-regular basis. And having at least five minutes of genuine peace and quiet in our day. In the 50 yards that occupy the space between my front door and the dumpster, accompanied by the smell of tamales and pozole, I had a brief <laughs> moment of clarity. I asked myself, and I ask you now, are you still humping the American dream? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, are you still humping? I like that. That's a, that's what does that a, even mean? Dude, I think we should post that onto our, uh, onto our Twitter page, our, or our Facebook, too. Are you still humping the American dream? What does that mean, though? I want to know what, what does that, that means. What does that question mean to you? Are you asking me? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm you asking you. Oh, well, I mean, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I grew up, like, um, with two sisters, you know, so they had, like, Cosmo magazine. And, like, the American dream is looking like Calvin Klein, looking like that fucking, what's that store that you go into and it's dark and it's basically a rave? Hollister? <laughs> That one and it smells weird. <laughs> no, there's another one. It's a uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, jeez. Like just these like fucking ironborn dude, like ironboard like ab like dudes, and like they're walking around in their fucking underwear or like denim with like their fucking like cool looking hair, like squinting their eyes slightly, oh, like dude. <laughs> looking all sexy, and they're like usually kind of moist no. all over their bodies, and they're like glistening. Yeah, they're slightly glistening for no reason. Do you know that at at places like that, if you are not attractive, they will not hire you. There, have you ever seen yeah, a fat slob work in there? Yeah, but they'll find a reason not to. They won't say, oh, yeah, you're kind of fat. Well, we the, one of the reasons, like like Hooters, they go, oh, they're models and they're modeling. And yeah, that's they how they get, models that's how they get they through it. Yeah. Anyway, so, so... So, you know, and having like a like a three-bedroom house and a nice car, like that's what I grew up thinking like the American dream is. Like, I don't know, it was just like this weird like, uh, like movie-esque like image in my head. And like... Like, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, like... I think it, there's been a like a switch, like a big um, shift in what the American dream is. Because I don't know, my parents were. How old were your parents when uh, when they had you? To me, yeah, both of you. Two or twenty three. Twenty three, and your parents were thirty. Thirty. My parents were. Um, I don't even know now. I'm all brain farting. My dad <laughs> is sixty something this year, and my mom is sixty something else this year, and I'm twenty three years old. So they had me a little bit late, and. Um, so, you know, they grew up in a time when, you know, 
my mom was born in 54 my dad was born in 49 and so they grew up in like the 60s and stuff they were kids in the 60s when you know you had a small little house and the you know like the norman rockwell posters you know what i mean like that norman rockwell american dream of the picket fence and i don't know i, I always fantasize kind of about that american dream and all this other bullshit that i see just kind of makes me sick you know yeah and i I guess in a way, I guess I am kind of humping the American dream because I sort of want part of that, you know? Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I, I don't know that, uh, this Hollister, I don't know if that, is that really the American dream? Like, is that what it's, you feel it's become? It's an idea of what young people are supposed to thrive and look forward to and be. It, it's just like young people or everybody. Well, like that, it, the, they're, demographic is for people probably in between the ages i want to say like 12 to like late 20s like you wouldn't catch an older person shopping in that store like they're just like older people wear waist high pants they don't wear pants dude halfway chicks wear that too fuck yeah. mom pants <laughs> hashtag fuck mom pants that's but going you get on the what show I'm too saying, right like it's their their demographic is someone who is young they're going out they want to look spiffy, you know? And once you get past that age, you go out, but you don't look as spiffy. You know, like Mike was saying, you got the, the gut. Your white picket fence is kind of browning. You know, it's but not... It's do, you, do you feel that, like, you know, living that way, like, you feel comfortable with yourself, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel that your life now, because you have two kids, you know, you're you're making, you're supporting them, and... You know, you have your gut and you have, you know, your, you're probably, I picture you, I, I know you said what you're wearing, but I imagine like a, just like a white t-shirt with like shit on it or whatever, <laughs> maybe some nachos, or something. maybe not that bad, but like, he's not like I that. mean, did you feel, do you feel like you're, you're living your, your American dream right now? I do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I am the most content now that I've been since I was probably like. 12 or 13 like flying my bike off a wooden ramp trying to be superman <laughs> trying to kill <laughs> trying to kill yourself yeah yeah so i mean i'm i've i don't feel that i've ever been more comfortable i worked at a job like six or seven years ago where i was making like 35 40 dollars an hour making really good money and i was miserable yeah you know and uh you know i was a lot thinner than i am now and do, um do that, you think if you had the white picket fence and the dog and two cars and the wife and maybe a two-story house in the suburbs you'd be happy uh probably not Mm-mm. no yeah. ne- neither of you would i don't I'm know like, i might be i mean like, i don't know like, I don't, I'm like not someone there, so. that i'm close to has said you know you're gonna you're not gonna want to mow the lawn you're not gonna want to take care of the dog you're not gonna want to clean the house you know you're just gonna be like the grateful the ungrateful prick <laughs> that just that yeah. wants and wants and wants, and then when you get and get and get, you don't want to work and work and work to keep it. You know, I I was raised in in like a upper middle class white family, you know, so I I never really knew the basically struggle. the scum of America according yeah. to most. Yeah. Okay, anyways, so um, you know, my sister she got married to someone. They had they pumped out a couple kids, you know, and uh. And they have they don't have a white picket fence, but it's pretty damn close to a white picket fence scene. You know, they have the nice house, the the nice cars and the expensive shit. They're in debt like ten thousand dollars, so they can't really afford everything that they're doing. But you Way know, to put and your they're, sister on blaster. 
I know. Huh? Right? Shit. My bad. Sorry, Elise. I love you so much. Does she listen? No. Yeah, oh. right. <laughs> she wouldn't you know, get caught dead listening I, to us, would I, she? I look at her life and like how miserable people sometimes in lives like that look. Like you don't from the outside, it looks nice because they're like, you're like, oh yeah, like I want that house. It's really nice. You know, and then you go and be a part of their family for like five minutes and you're like, ah, oh, fuck that. I you think know? the biggest thing is is I think it went from, and again, this is way before all of our times. I think even combined together, um, it went from being an ideal of of a dream that you had to live and work for to be secure in yourself to a dream that you lived and worked for to look a certain way to somebody. Yeah, you know, it's all personal. You know, because there's all those those. Because I look at pictures from even like Matt, like I, I mentioned Norman Rockwell, and I, you guys. I don't. You are you familiar with who that is? Mm-mm. You've oh, yeah. pro- if I showed you the paintings of his, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen those. They're all over the place." And and he was, you know, like the ideal artist of what the American dream was supposed to be. You know, blue collar people um, working for what they, you know, for to keep their family up and just to be happy and prosperous. And uh, I think today with with people our age. The American dream is just about looking sexy or what's the biggest trend and what can I what can I buy to be um better than Mike over there, you know, or whatever. My neighbor. Yeah, I mean but keeping up with the Joneses has always been a thing. Yeah. You know, you gotta have a better lawn and, and that's you know, and that, that just kinda <laughs> comes with it, but it's it's just all it, it's of course, it's consumer based. You know, it's all just these companies saying like, "Hey, if you look this way, like you're gonna have all this cool shit." So it's all advertising based, and I'm not gonna go on a rant about like anti advertising, but I definitely see the shift in what the American Dream I think was supposed to be. The yeah. newsroom, the opening episode to the newsroom. Oh, perfectly said. Where he's on his rant about what it fucking liberals. If you're so goddamn right always, or whatever the fuck he says. You guys see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just slaughtered that. Butchering quotes <laughs> left and right. If, if uh, liberals are so yeah. awesome, where are they so goddamn wrong, so goddamn always? Or <laughs> close, close enough. Whatever, dude. You get the concept, right? On a kind of unrelated note, uh, Mike and I were talking the other day, and we realized that you're a lot more liberal than you think. <laughs> I don't even know what a liberal is. I don't know what a Republican is. I don't know what a Democrat is. I can't stop sweating. <laughs> Like, I don't know what any of that is. I really don't. No one's ever taught me, and I've never had interest, so I've never read about it. And that's where I stand. America. That's my American dream. That's right. You're a bleeding liberal, and we love you. I'm a bleeding liberal. What the fuck does that even mean? We have a a sweat-o-meter running during our fucking podcast. Dude, you're like, you're perspirating very badly right now. It's like... We're like around electronics. He's going to get us all killed. Dude, he just shook his head, and it got on me. It flung on me. That's how bad he's sweating. Oh, man. I heard you were sweating a little bit this week on Facebook again. (laughs) No, no, it wasn't on Facebook. What was it? Oh, was this a real-life interaction? Yeah. Oh, this has got to be good. So, okay. So, anybody anybody that didn't listen, go listen to episode 003. Am I correct? Yeah. (laughs) Wherever we are. There's there's a segment about uh, me fucking up on Facebook, accidentally making fun of a kid with Asperger's. And um, Accidentally. (laughs) It was. It was accidentally. It was accidentally. And... um. So, uh, 
You know, as you both know, uh, I, I work in customer. <laughs> you guys really Shut, hate the, it Shut the fuck up! Fuck up. Yeah, dude, seriously, just stop. Just stop. I work it's not even funny service. anymore. I never said it to be funny. Like I, I think I work I think with customers. We've already wasn't... talked to you about this, Mike. Okay, fine. Did we talk I'm... about this on? The... Yeah, I did. I interrupted you like we just did now <laughs> last week to tell you that that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm a material processor at a California certified buyback oh, center for polyethylene terephthalate. Wow. Alloy thirty one oh four h19 and sio2 also known as amorphous non-crystalline solids is that better <laughs> what the fuck is that? wow that is that what you went outside to practice <laughs> it wow. basically means that i buy plastic aluminum in cans <laughs> and, and you, glass bottles you, you don't buy them the company you work <laughs> for buys them yeah I'm you're, not, you're in sanitation <laughs> he weighs he weighs all that stuff he takes the shit you don't want <laughs> Pretty much, dude. People will come with like these huge trailers All right, and fine. just be All right. like, I work at a fucking recycling center. Are you <laughs> guys you. happy? Thank you. There we go. Finally, like, saying the it. truth Thank you. comes out. Um, okay, so I'm uh, basically, I'll just kind of give you the gist of it so you guys, so the story makes sense. Uh, when you purchase something in California, on like, say, you're buying like a water bottle. On that on that label of the bottle, it'll say, you know, California cash refund, and you get a, a, a five cent deposit for it. If something comes through that doesn't have that on there, we can't, we're not allowed to buy it legally. So I'm sorting, like, we're sorting through people's stuff, you know what I mean? We've got, kind of got to eyeball stuff and check it out. And along comes this water bottle that had the label ripped off and a new label on it that said, Real heroes need to hydrate too, in Comic Sans. Oh, no. <laughs> and it had clip art oh, God. <laughs> of this, like, Superman-esque being, <laughs> like, like a silhouette. Was it from Comic-Con or something? Oh, man. No, no, check it. I'm getting there. Oh. Just relax. Just give, her, give him a second. Um, so, you know, I look at this thing, and, it, you know, I, I try to, like, my job's pretty boring, so I have to, like, church it up a little bit. <laughs> Obviously. And, uh, and I turn over and I said something like, you know, a real hero would have left a label on it that makes it, like, valid in California. <laughs> and the, this guy kind of just looks at me and he's like, um, those were made for uh, special needs kids at this, like, day camp that I work at. <laughs> oh, fuck. God, why, why do you keep digging yourself a hole, man? I didn't do it on purpose. I this know, kid. I know. I didn't know that it was for special needs kids and they were Dude. trying to make them feel like fucking heroes. Why you gotta hate on special needs? Did you give him his refund? <laughs> you better have, dude. He probably was so pissed. Did you let him slide or did you have it, to it turn was, him away? It was one bottle that I personally saw, so I just let it go through. Did he yeah. let it go through? But He tainted the plastic in just California. Just the way that he looked at me like <laughs> was like disdain and yeah, hatred. He didn't even kind of smile at my joke. Like He just like... He's like, yeah, those are for special need kids. <laughs> I like how one of your eyes was like all you like should, closed. You should have known that. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like... You know, like <laughs> I was just trying to int- introduce some humor. You know what situation. you should have said? You should have been like, did they make them? Because <laughs> it looks like it. Who uses Comic Sans except for fucking retards? Yeah, and again, you know, oh, my man. face got like <laughs> super hot and I got like super embarrassed and I just felt like I just kind of like walked away. The earth again. Yeah. It's not my fault, guys. Come on. like I, it's, it's not. Dude, I feel for you, dude. I, I find my I need to start writing more of my life down because I find myself in those situations where I just say something really stupid. <laughs> I want to just have a tape recorder on me, just recording at all times, and then at the end of the day, just like pull through clips of it. <laughs> I, I don't. That job has done me like I've so many situations like that. I caught a black eyed boy one time on accident. 
Did you guys know about that? Yeah, yeah I think you told me. You told me. You, but didn't you say it in like kind of a black accent? Like, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, What's no. Up, boy? So, should I tell the story? Yeah, <laughs> of course. So, this is, I called a black guy boy on accident. What happened is there's these two kids that come in a, Come into my work pretty re- well, not anymore. <laughs> but they were coming in pretty regularly, like two or three times a week. Yeah, and um, it's uh this black kid and a white kid. You know, they're friends, and they they always walk up together, and they always each have a bag or two. And it was just this like thing, like I was said to them, like they'd walk up, and I'd be like, "All right, like put it on the table, boys." You know, we have like a sorting table, and I'd tell them to stick it on there, and that's what I'd say. You know, put it on the table, boys. Not like that. <laughs> so I, I, get, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but um. So that happened regularly this one time, you know, I kind of noticed them walking up like I just that's all I noticed is these two guys, my customers walking up and um, what happened was just the blackhead was holding a bag like they only had one bag today and my mind like tried to like overcompensate in this moment and I went to say, you know, put them on the table boys and like I thought, oh, well, only one of them is holding it, not plural. And I just didn't, like, I didn't have enough time to, like, correct myself. And I basically said, put it on the table, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, he didn't get mad. He just, he looked more, like, upset, like, about what just happened. Like, he just, like, stared at me. Like, he didn't put the fucking bag on the table. He just stared at me and, like, reached his hand, like, directly out in front of him and, like, handed me the bag and just, like, walked away. And he's never been back since. Uh, he came back one more time after that. And it was like a month later. Did <laughs> <laughs> you call him boy again? Oh, he was man. like, I'm no, done with this fucked up repugnant shit. Oh, look at Wow. <laughs> you said it yeah. right. He didn't fuck wow. The Dude, that, that was... It's uh, on the podcast. I hear it every time we do a podcast. This is some <laughs> fucked up repugnant... <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. Good job. That. Oh, Whatever. that's for you. Good job. I so, I just want to say, I have nothing against special needs people. There's this one autistic kid. He comes in all the time, and I, I let him look at the machines, and I show him stuff. <laughs> you show him stuff? <laughs> what are you showing? Talking about the CP guy? The black guy? So no, 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 no. This is this other... He's like uh, he's like eight or nine, and he's just... Every time he comes in, he's bouncing off the walls. Didn't and, you get in trouble for doing that one time? No, didn't, uh, didn't you have some guy from Boston that called him? He, like, he complimented you on, like... How well you handled the kid, and not handled, but like how well you were, you handled yourself around the kid and interacted with him. Oh, yeah. I told you guys about that. Yeah. yeah the guy from Boston that was like, <laughs> he was Bostonian. Like he was just loud and abrasively just improper. Is that what improper. people from Boston are called Bostonians? Anyways, so. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> Son of a. What was that? <sighs> yeah, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> I, that was a serious question, guys. What else is on the agenda today? <laughs> can I can I talk about my experience like ten minutes ago? Yeah. Well, actually, this has probably been going on longer than ten minutes. Yeah, we're hitting a thirty minute mark. Thirty one. So minute. Uh, I went to the bathroom earlier, and I had this experience. There was no toilet paper, so my friend. What about that studio bathroom? I don't think it's nice. What studio bathroom? The one that you were just in. Oh yeah, it was so nice, so nice that I didn't have toilet paper, so I used a baby wipe to wipe. It wasn't my a baby wipe. It wasn't a baby wipe. It what? was a. It was a wet it one. It was a sanitary wipe. It was sanitary, it so was, I sterilized my vagina. It was no, it's not like that. It was delicious for your vagina. <laughs> what? It was it awesome. I threw off my pH balance. Thank no, you. I wiped my ass with one of those with like three of those. Anyway, <laughs> it was. Oh, anyways, sorry. so like, Glorious. Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't have toilet paper, so my 
you know, cool friend over here to my left, which is Daniel, says, hey, there's like wet wipes underneath the sink. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm yelling at Mike to come get these because I didn't want to get off the toilet because I was kind of drippy, you know? Drip dry. I didn't want to drip everywhere. So he came over and he gave me the, the wet wipes or whatever. And I... When I have, when I go to the bathroom, when I leave the bathroom, I would like it if if everything was dry and not moist and sticky and it's kind of humid and hot in Ramona, you know. And I, I would like to be dry. So I start wiping myself, and I realize like halfway through wiping that I'm not dry. You're not dry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dry, and it, it's like this like filmy, like sticky, like kind of like soapy residue no it's not yeah it was no, it was kind of like sticky no you like wring it out and, with and your everything vagina? and everything was like sticking together and it was really uncomfortable no, it really man. was you're so full of shit. so no i'm not full of shit those were really wet wipes well, that's okay the point. wet they were wet well, bring them out first then how am i supposed to do that you fucking squeeze them out okay anyways so i leave the bathroom and and i kind of had to like i have a, a maxi skirt on if you don't know what a maxi skirt is kind of like long <laughs> if you don't know long. what a maxi skirt is boys get out of the basement and go discover the world <laughs> mike he didn't know what a freaking maxi skirt was okay yeah. anyways get out of your so basement I, I and go discover like, the world trying to like air out you know my my You're area fanning your vagina because it was wet and sticky and i've never had an experience like that i've never used a wet wipe to to you know cleanse myself of usually urine. like the first thing i do i was actually just thinking about this today first you thing i do forehead with it no the first thing i do when i walk into <laughs> any bathroom any bathroom is it to take a shit is i first <laughs> the first thing i do is i assess the need to take the shit because if the need is not great enough to withstand what's going on in that bathroom then i can wait you know what i mean like doing after, math as after, yeah, take a shit after the need is assessed the first thing i do is check for toilet paper if there is no toilet paper then i have to reassess the need and and decide whether i could find another bathroom or just like hope for the best you know and the second thing i do is i look at the quality of the toilet paper Cause you know I don't want to be wiping my ass with like papyrus. I'd like to use like nice cottony, like you know. So hold on. So if that doesn't pass my test, then I have to reassess whether or not you know the need is great enough. Then it's then it goes to then there's like a hierarchy of, of bathroom. You know, like is it sanitary enough? Does it smell okay? You know, once it passes those tests, then. But this time I walk up there to take a shit, and since this is my house, like. My roommates are gone, and they just stock everything. So I walk up there, and I don't even bother to look. I just assume there's toilet paper, and I the need was great enough that I just needed. <laughs> I already know what the bathroom state is, so I don't need to like assess anything. So I sit down, I take my shit, I look over, no toilet paper, oh, and I was like, "There is a chance that there are wipes under that sink, or toilet paper." And I open it, and there were wipes, and I pulled them out, and I used them. And I was so happy that I found those as opposed to toilet paper because the feeling is so refreshing on my cute little chocolate starfish that I just, I, I, I think chocolate I... Chocolate starfish, hold on, rewind. Chocolate star. you never heard that? No. His leather washer. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. My leather washer, yeah. Ew. My, my cornhole. I like starfish. You just killed it. If I ever see a starfish ever again, I'm going to think of your butthole. Good. Like Patrick your from SpongeBob? sticky butthole from the white... <laughs> oh, it wasn't wet or sticky. It was refreshing. It felt like it was breathing for once. Like I wish I had some like a can to open. <sighs> like there's two. Like okay, the best is like when you shit and then immediately hop into the shower. Like that's the best because you don't. And then the second best is the wet is is using a wipe. You know. And what? Then the third best is is like good toilet paper. And then after that, it's like. Then it goes like shitty toilet paper, sandpaper, and like dirt, you know? You know what I really hate? You ever, you ever had to use your hand? 
Uh, no. Once. Who does that? Who does that? We had to use coffee filters when I was growing up. Like, we'd run out of toilet paper, and it would, and, and we had to yeah. use... Sometimes people in India do that shit. Like they have a what, wiping they just, hand. Like, throw it on the wall. No, they have a wiping hand and they have an eating hand. Uh. And so, like, they take a dump and they they wipe their ass with their hand, and then they wash their hands in the sink, and then they eat with their hand that they don't wipe with. That's gross. Are they grabbing their food. They don't use utensils. <laughs> I, I, have you ever had Indian food? Isn't there a lot of like dipping and fucking and shitting involved? <laughs> god damn, curry, whew. my butthole after that. Oh my god! Even if it's not spicy, it's like I blow like it's like World War Three in the toilet. Like no joke. So what I really hate about toilet paper is is when you get that that confetti stuck everywhere. Oh yeah, dude. When it's like a party so just happened like right on your Mike, asshole. He uh, he sent me this picture and it said labia confetti one time. Oh yeah. And I messaged him back and I said, I don't speak Spanish because I thought it was a Spanish word. <laughs> she thought <laughs> confetti he, was a Mexican word. I didn't, I didn't know what it said. It's the shit they stuff in their piñatas. Like, it's oh, like, si, labia confetti. sounds Hispanic, no? Labia? Uh, you can make anything sound Hispanic if you say it right. Labia confetti. This guy like, said pesole earlier, which that is Hispanic. But. What the hell? He said it with an accent, so it works. So yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty funny. That he sent me that, and I was like, oh. Have you ever gone down to eat a chick out, and she's got a little piece of labia confetti? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, and you have to, like, moist all the time. you just have to play it cool and, like, act. <laughs> no, you go. You, you go to wipe it off, but you make it look like you're, like, rubbing her clit with your thumb, and you're really, like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my she's God. She's like, that's not my clit. You're like, I know, bitch. That's your fucking confetti. That's the party you just had on your fucking pooter. Oh, God. That's so gross. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Mike's like, tell me about it. <laughs> So speaking of women, I'm having lady troubles lately. Oh, oh really? On? There's no ladies? No, they're, <laughs> dude, they're falling. They're falling away. Oh. I'm having lady drama, and it's. I'm starting to realize like this a pattern, which I've known, and you guys all know my pattern. But like, I get it starts raining pussy in my life, and it's great. Like I got like five chicks that I'm like doing on a regular basis, you know. And then all of a sudden, they all just start to fall away, which is fine. Except that I feel like my entire life is like tied to those women. Like not my life, like my job and everything, but just. My control over my life is tied to that. So when I lose the the women, I feel like I lose my lotus of control of the situation. So I had um I got I posted on Facebook last night. I got ninety nine problems and they're all bitches. <laughs> yeah. And like right. there's this one chick who's back in my life again, uh, who I'm I'm I've started boning again, and uh, she's super dramatic and she's trying to sabotage like every other fucking person in my life, right? And then I got this other chick who, like, I think is starting to get feelings for me. And, like, the sex is, is okay. But, like, I don't have the same feelings. Like, I like her as a friend and she's chill. Then there's this other chick I met on a dating profile. And she just decided she wanted nothing to do with me. And I didn't even get to fuck her. I put so much time into that. You know? That. Yeah, when you put a bunch of time and then they back out. That. Yeah, that's the worst, right? Uh. Then there's this other chick who I had known for a long time. I, I got, I hooked back up with her. Like, I just, like, connect reconnected with her. I took her to a hotel. I fucked her. She started to get kind of some feelings, and then I told her, like, that's not cool because that's not going to happen. And uh, we were kind of talking about meeting up again, and I kept sort of saying, like, I'm super busy. You don't have a car. I don't want to drive all the way down there to pick you up right now. But I always thought she'd always be there. Like, I, I just thought that, like, <laughs> and then I found out. I get a message from, my like, a really good friend of mine, like, uh, from, a, like, a while back. And he's like, yo, dude, like, this girl's, like, my girlfriend now. Like, show some respect. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this guy thinks I'm trying to bone his girl behind his back, you know? And then I'm like, dude, this bitch is telling him that I'm, like, trying to bone her behind his back. So I had to, like, call this guy and make this right, you know? I wasn't about to let him think I'm just, like, 
screwing his girl, you know? So I call him and everything was fine for the most part, but it's like, this is like, I have like, I have two girls now. One of them is cool. Like we have a, we have a great sexual relationship. It's awesome. We fuck like normal people have coffee, you know, just, you know, once a week, twice a week, whatever. And then we just go about our lives. And then I have the other girl who's just psycho crazy and just sabotaging everything. So my lotus of control is bad. Like I feel like my whole life is spiraling out of control, even though everything else is going all right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do I have a problem? The first step is admitting it. Oh, you have like the opposite of a problem. You're like sleeping with more than one chick. You know what? You know what? Okay. I was just going <laughs> to say this. Like, why are you complaining? You have vagina in your life. So why are you complaining? A lot of, a lot of guys, they get nothing. There's that, a lot that's of a good men. point. There's a lot of men that don't get the, even the opportunity. I, just get, I get to. the crazy fucking ones though, man. Like I know that like, they're all crazy, Daniel. I know all vaginas <laughs> crazy. I get that. I just I, I get the ones that like they start to get feelings, which is fine. I mean, I tell them it's in their nature. Ah, well, that's their fault, not mine. And like that shit that's happened in their past life that they need to get past. Like that's not something they can throw on me. And then, but then they try to sabotage like everything. Like they try to like find out everyone I'm having sex with and then just like get in these chicks brains and just fuck with them. It's so sick. Then don't have sex with multiple women. What's your part in the situation? Dude, don't get all like that with me. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf. Whatever, dude. Dude, seriously. Like, like think about it. You allow this to happen. You're friends with these. If you don't want these girls talking to each other, don't add them on Facebook. No, it's they. <laughs> You got a point there, except that they were just we just happen to be in the same circles. <laughs> then stop fucking your friends. It's as simple as that. Nah, go out, man. go out it's to hot hotels. You know, meet meet up with these Tinder. Lady nah, dude, fellas. fuck Tinder. All those bitches want pizza. <laughs> dude, I have not gotten one good hit on Tinder. That's uh, unfortunate. I've got two. Yeah, I think. If I remember correctly, I, I, don't, <laughs> I think I, I think I met up with two, ch- two or three chicks from OK Cupid. I'm not endorsing any apps. I don't think like telling the trigger like is endorsing any no, unless they want to give us money. Yeah. Then we endorse the fuck out of you. Well, no, though, like, <laughs> but if not, I I did a, a Tinder meetup one time and I went down to meet this guy. And in his pictures, he he was pretty good looking. And then I met up with him and I was like, no. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. I had Tinder for a while and I was, uh, I think, I, oh, I met this, I met the worst sex I ever had on Tinder. <laughs> like it was so bad that like it was halfway through. Nope. Yeah. Well, she told me to like settle down. Like I was, I was trying to find like, I usually get it's a reaction. Out of, well, like I usually get some kind of reaction out of a girl. You know what I mean? Like a positive one, but like this chick was not doing anything. She was like laying there. So I was like, dude, like. Okay, so I just like started pounding it with all my, you know, with all, with all my might, you know, and so all my. <laughs> should turn this in. <laughs> you should turn that into a little kid book. And uh, I was just, it with all my might. I was just pounding it with all my might, and and she like mid, I'm like mid thrusting, and she's like, "Could you um like settle down? Could you fucking not?" <laughs> so demeaning. It is, and so like I was like, yeah, and I was like. Like, am I am I doing okay? And she's like, yeah, like, you're fine. I was like, could you, like, I, I need some kind of, like, assurance here. Like, can you say, oh, yeah, or ooh, or go ahead, Heather, cue it. Say my name. 
damn. Yeah, like that. Like that. But I got none of that. And so I literally, like, I pulled out. I was like, uh, no, actually, I said I was like. Pulled out. Uh, no, I. <laughs> well, like, I, I detached. <laughs> I, Come I lo- on, Tars. I, lo- I looked her in the windows of her soul. And I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I said. Do you want me to stop? <laughs> and she said, "Yeah." So, <laughs> what the so fuck? I detached. I pulled the condom off. Stop I threw it in the that. trash, and <laughs> and I went upstairs and I washed myself off in shame and told myself that is the only time I've ever. There's two times I've had sex with a girl and thought to, with my to myself afterwards, I never want to have sex with this person ever again. Huh. It's only happened with two two girls. Was the other time in the hotel room where you just felt shameful? No, like I I fuck her. <laughs> I, I I would fuck her again. Post orgasm. <laughs> I mean, it, it was very sad and very depressing, and like I probably don't ever want to feel that again. But like I'd do it. Again. <laughs> God I would. Damn it, dude. No, the second was I I had a I had a threesome with a friend of mine, and uh, the chick that we were boning was just 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 really disgusting girl, and I was just. And he was saying all kinds of like dirty shit to her about like me putting it in her ass, and I was not about to put it anywhere, anything anywhere near her ass. So, <laughs> I, like after it was done, I literally I curled up into the fetal position into my in my room, and like this chick is still over, and she's like, "Is he okay?" And my friend's like, "Yeah, he's he's fine, I guess, I think." And I just was just like curled in this ball, <laughs> and I was just not. I was not. I didn't come out of my room till like the next morning. I came out all disheveled, like there was like smoke coming out of my room from like vaping in the room all night, and like it was pretty miserable. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. Ow. What? Whoa. What is your problem? I don't know. She's. Are you problem. having? What, what do you? What are you having an issue about? I'm having a moment. About yeah. what? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, then stop giving us funny looks. Yeah. So. I was gonna say something. You made me forget. That's your fault. How is that my fault? That's your brain, not mine. Take responsibility for uh, yourself. You know what? You're getting laid. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm getting laid. It could be worse. You could be line. using your other hand so it feels like somebody else is doing it. Does, Does that, that work? Real, yeah. <laughs> Does that really work? I tried it and it doesn't. It, it's I had thing. to do it once when I. Uh, I had to do it once when I got burned on my hand and it was just. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. It's I was awkward. Huh? I found myself yelling at my hand. I was like, "You're not doing it right." <laughs> but I don't know. God damn it. Boy, it's hard to get a rhythm going. Yeah, because you're so used to do it. Man, I'd love to get a hand job from that agent in fucking Las Vegas again, though. I don't want to pay that much, but I felt, I felt pretty good. I want that same experience with somebody a lot hotter and a and a lot, you know, maybe somebody I actually care about. No, Tinder sucks. I'm telling you, <laughs> Tinder blows. Like I like I was saying, I I had an account and I met up with the worst sex I ever had, and I had a couple girls that were talking to me and there'd be a match, and then I signed off for a bit, and when I came back. I've gotten maybe four or five matches, and I'm like, am I that hideous that nobody swipes right on me, or that I'm not agreeing with the, you know, we're not just crossing paths, and like out of those four people that have swiped right, only one of them really, no, there was like two that I think I talked to kind of, and then it never really went anywhere, and then one of them wanted me to buy her a fucking pizza. I swear <laughs> to God, she like, she's what kind like, of pizza? I, I think I asked her. I like went into this whole conversation. I was like, "Are you broke? Like, do you are you hungry? Like, I'll buy you food if you're hungry. Like, I don't want anyone." She's like, "No, I have a job. Like, I buy." I'm like, "What the fuck do you need me for?" She's like, I, "You know," I, she said, "I'm a princess and I deserve it." Uh, and then I was like, "Well, honestly, like, I'm not going to buy you a pizza, but like, we can chat." She's like, "No, we can't. Like, you're not going to buy me a pizza." Like, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, I'll eat your pizza for uh, you." It was only that easy, man. Oh man, what's easy? 
for chicks, it's so easy. I went over to a friend's house a couple weeks ago, and uh, and she was on Tinder, and she was just like everybody she'd swipe right on, match, 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 match. That's she was how talking it was to like for me. she was talking to like twenty five people on there. Yeah, it's really easy for a female. Like every, I think I know, it's it was up. probably like every time, or maybe like every other time, like probably one out of or no two out of every three people that I swiped right on. It would match me up with that person. I don't want to hear any more of this feminine nonsense. Then it's the power of the pussy, man. Yeah, you man. know what? I got proof of that. <laughs> I like your earlier, face. You're just, I'll tell earlier, you. Yeah, earlier, you were talking about labia confetti and how you were, like pretended like you were rubbing her clit. Yeah, to, to like not let her know. Like it was there. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you have labia confetti, and I'm not gonna tell you because it might like. Ruin the moment. Yeah, it might ruin my chances of like finally you, getting inside. Because you. you know, if you have like a piece of lint stuck to your dick, like there's, oh my god, is that lint? Stuck? I'm like, what is that? And it just, you know what? I'm done. I can't even. I can't even touch that. That's not true. What's it smell? <laughs> no, dude, nobody? dude. Nobody? All right. Okay, you know what? That's a that's a totally different topic. So, uh. <laughs> a totally different topic for another day. Yeah, yeah. that's that's an interesting one too. I, I, I Penile odor. Oh God! Penile. <laughs> oh, it's worse than a, a vagina. We have a lot of hashtags in this episode today. I think. Penile. Vagina. Well, we got a uh, 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 fuck hashtag fuck mom pants hashtag uh, hump the American dream, and then what was that last one we just did? Labia confetti. Hashtag labia confetti. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna be fucking blowing up the social media networks tonight. Hey, well, I hope the listeners enjoyed this surprise episode. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm glad we did this. Um, you guys can check out this episode when it comes out, because <laughs> you're listening to it. And all our other episodes on toeonthetrigger.com, you can share, like, subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast directory that you get sent to your mobile devices. Uh, if you guys like this impromptu episode and you want to hear us do more besides, twi- what, once every two weeks we do it? Yeah. Then, uh... You know, I think we have the server space to accommodate for that. Leave us comments. We love your feedback. We love to hear what you think. You can go and leave comments on toeonthetrigger.com. There will also be clips right there on the bottom of the post if you look that will have this whole episode in nice little skull size, bite sized uh, uh, media bits for you from SoundCloud. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't really think I can talk for 15 more seconds. So I should just let this guy roll out. For Mike Murado and Heather Nugget LePage, I am Daniel Ruppels, and until next time, try to keep your toe off of that trigger. <laughs>